Hello, friends. I'm Taya. And I'm Sammy. And welcome to this episode of the Offbeat Wearing Podcast, brought to you by the Podmoth Network. Here we are. Look, it's Thursday, and we said we were going to post, and we actually did. Oh, oh my, my God. How exciting is that? Oh, my God. Oh my God. Um, I'm proud of us. Yeah, me too. We did a really good job. Air high five. Woo! That was really good. All right, and it's time for Fight to the Death. It's been a minute since you've had one of these. The last one was in July. We missed a month, but we're back. We gotta. We have a duo today. This one's gonna be intense, I think. <laughs> Any anything to say on that at all? <laughs> no. Let's just get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just? Uh, Sammy just dropped her computer. Anyway, um, do you want to get us started, Sammy? Why? I think it would be more powerful for me to read my final statement after you. Um, don't we have to tell the people what the oh what it is? Yes. Thank you, Sammy. Always keeping me in check. For those of you who are new here or maybe have forgotten since it's been a hot minute, I'm going to run over the rules of Fight to the Death for you guys really quick. It's a simple, pretty fun game. We have three rounds. Round one is physical traits. Round two is fun facts. And round three is final statements. It's a free-for-all. There's no rules. We do whatever we want here. Um, Then we have a pod friend or... A friend in general, come on, they judge us. Each round is scored out of five points. Total game is scored out of 15 points. Whoever gets the most points is the winner. It's pretty clear cut, and you'll hear how that goes more as we go through it and as it gets judged. So if you don't quite understand it yet, you'll get it later. It's it's pretty simple and easy, but it's also a lot of fun. Sammy's going to start us off with round one, physical traits, and we're just going to get this bad boy going. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, we got to tell the people who are fighting for it today, Sammy. Oh, well, that would help, right? Well, in one corner we have Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, Bill, Bill Nye, Bill, Bill, the Bill, science Bill, guy. Bill, Bill. And in the other corner we have Neil, Neil deGrasse, deGrasse Tyson. Does he have a theme song? I don't, I don't know. If he has a theme song, I don't know it, but. That's our that's our power pairing today. Bill Nye, Neil deGrasse Tyson, two science gods. The gods of yes, science. Literally. I would argue. Mm-hmm. And Neil's up first with the physical traits round. Okay. Well, Neil is sixty two years old and full of youth. And I did look up how old um our friend I did that Bill too. Nye is. I always for the physical traits, I always look up the info for both to see if I have an advantage. And um Old Bill is 65, so. Sammy, a three-year age gap is literally not that much. Yes, it is. It's the difference between a four-year-old fighting a baby. Well, yes, but these are grown men. It's a little bit different, I think. All right. But sure, yeah. The point is that at six foot two, two whole inches taller than Bill (laughs) Nye. Wow. What a difference again. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson clearly <laughs> has the upper hand here. Oh, yeah. For 100%, sure. 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Plus, have you seen his eyes? <laughs> he just, <laughs> he can shoot darts with his eyes. It's like. Wow. Is that literal? Fact? He can l- shoot literal darts from his eyeballs. See through your soul. Are I'm you going pretty on sure he has x-ray vision? Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> he's also worth $5 million. So. Okay. That's not a physical trait, but we'll go with it. Is is that it? Uh, I can't, I can't oh, tell you. Oh, at. I have one more. Okay, and I think you're really gonna love this one. Okay, I don't. I sort of choked when I saw this one. Oh boy, this is all taken, by the way, from his own website. <laughs> yes. Lincoln, Lincoln, show notes. Yes, um, he, literally, he has a website called NeilDeGrasseTyson.org. So. org, obviously. Yes. .gov would be kind of weird, huh? Um, anyway. Or, sorry. it's it's The name is different, but it's literally all about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Love it. Yeah. Um, he was voted sexiest astrophysicist <laughs> alive by People Magazine Who's in the year 2000. Who's the sexiest dead astrophysicist? <laughs> I don't know. That's my question. <laughs> I want to know, like, why they needed to specify 
Like, the is there a sexier astrophysicist <laughs> alive? Yes. I, I don't even know other astrophysicists. <laughs> do I. I and I... <laughs> that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. I don't feel good about that. Um, You're welcome. Uh, I... Uh, Okay, well, I mean, my you already heard all of my physical traits for Bill Nye, but he's six feet tall. He's 65 years old, so he has 65 years of wisdom under his belt. Three more years than Neil deGrasse Tyson. Sammy, do not say anything about that. He is a senior citizen. He gets senior discounts. That's a bonus. Um, I mean, this, this fight is really not about physical traits because they're... <laughs> They're both just science dudes. I mean, this isn't like a John Mulaney versus a really big rat situation <laughs> where size does, in fact, impact the fight. It, it's pretty irrelevant here. But, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else to say on that. I think we can just move on to round two. Fun facts. Let's get into it. Okay, Neil was born and raised in New York. Whoa. I know. That's in a state. New York. Concrete jungle <laughs> dreams are made of. There's nothing you can do. Thank you. Except probably like commit arson. You're really <laughs> not. You're probably not supposed to do that. Or cannibalism, which is illegal in Iowa. No, Idaho. Yeah. Anyway, fun facts about Neil deGrasse Tyson. He er he was educated by public schools until he graduated from the science school of high school. <laughs> that's not the exact name the of the high science school, school of high school <laughs> but it does have the word science in it so okay <laughs> then he had a bachelor's degree in physics yeah good for him from harvard wow university wow college university yeah you're not getting into harvard now and what because you called it harvard college oh. now they're gonna be like oh Sammy, <laughs> you think I had a chance? <laughs> um, and astro—he got his astrophysicist PhD from Columbia. Wow! He was one of twelve elected by President Bush. Wow! As the future of the U.S. aerospace industry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, in two thousand six, NASA appointed him as part of their advisory council <gasps> not exactly sure what it is but it sounds important so it does sound important i'll give you that he wrote many a book many a book many a book i didn't actually count because there were so many that's okay uh he was on um five se- things <laughs> he was on five seasons of pbs wow and many years on a podcast <gasps> how interesting oh my god that's us called star talk and i just really love that you listen to that one don't you i listen to a few of them Mm -hmm. yeah yes nice Mm -hmm. um i can't listen to them in the car though because neil's voice makes me very sleepy yeah like in a good way the only podcasts i can listen to in the car are comedy podcasts that'll make me laugh or true crime podcasts that will scare me nice yeah he has 21 honorary doctorates I know. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot. So his brainium is ginormous, okay? Yeah. Like, huge. Yeah. And his continuation of Cosmos was played in over 181 countries in 45 different languages. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, no, that is that is all. Cool. Those were some fun facts, Sammy. I'll give you that. Thank you. Fun facts about Bill Nye. He earned his bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from Cornell University. We got two Ivy League boys in here. It's, it's you know, takes takes your man down a little bit. Not too much. Um, 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 just a little bit. After graduation from Cornell University, he went to work for Boeing and developed a hydraulic pressure resonance suppressor that is still used in the Boeing 747. And I think I should earn points just for being able to say that without stopping. Um, I made a note under that comment also saying, what a baddie, TBH. Um, (laughs) 
After uh, appearing in some training videos, Bill left his job at Boeing to start an acting career. So, not only is he a smarty pants, but he's multi-talented. Look at that. Um, the Science Guy character started on an SNL-type show called Almost Live. Look at him, how famous. And Al- he- Wait, Almost Live? Yeah, the like, show was called Almost Live. Like he was, like, not living? No. I think it- So you know how, like, SNL is Saturday Night Live, and it um, plays live? I think Almost yeah. Live was, like, just not quite live. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um- and Nye helped to design the Mars dial, which is a sundial used on Mars rovers. Nice. It's time for closing statements. I put a lot of effort into mine. Great, because I didn't put any into mine. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go as I go. Go ahead, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> well, as everyone knows, Neil is one of my favorite, most favorite people in the whole universe. Besides me, obviously. Which, which Neil taught me about as a young child watching Cosmos. Mm-hmm. I now know that there are multiverses, perhaps. Look at that. I know. <gasps> it's fascinating. Fascinating. While he is a figure around the world that many make, you know, different memes and <laughs> fun of the way he talks slow... Like, like you can put it in slow mo, and it's it's funny. But besides <laughs> the point, <laughs> the point is, Neil. There's no one else like him. All right, his personality. He's funny. He's quirky, and not in the weird way that Nye is. All right, leave Bill Nye alone. And he doesn't deserve this. Um, Neil. Neil is just. He's just like a speck of snow in the giant cosmos of the world <laughs> that was a really smart sentence thank Sammy. you <laughs> i don't know how he says it but it's very scientific plus i just want to point out that the ship he rides in his cosmos show is flipping amazing mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah 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 mm-hmm. are you ready for mine mm, okay but i i already know i'm gonna win with what i have to show you after this oh so boy. okay for my final statement, I've decided that the most fitting thing for me to do is a dramatic reading of the Bill Nye the Science Guy theme song, oh my God. which I will do for you now. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill. <laughs> Bill. rules bill nye the science guy inertia is a property of matter bill wait that doesn't bill. even make sense bill 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 nye the science guy bill 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 pi minus 10 seconds bill Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. Thank you, everyone. Wow. (sighs) That felt really good. I feel really powerful right now. Well, I think you're going to love what I have to show you. And maybe we can give this to the people. Is it a picture? It is a picture. Okay, I'll post it on the Instagram as as the... the thing. All right, I'm ready to see it. Are you sure? I think so. There was a caption, and it was really funny, but it didn't transfer. And oh I don't no. remember what it was, but it was really funny. That's awkward. Are you ready? Okay, I, now I don't know. Just show me. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That is the <laughs> perfect <you>. episode <laughs> announcement. <laughs> that The picture that Sammy just showed me is the picture posted on the Instagram as the episode announcement. So if you saw that, now you know what it is. And if you didn't see it, go check it out. I feel that they resemble us. I feel like we are, in every single possible sense, Bill Nye and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Agreed.
Hello, I'm Val. I am the host of the upcoming Weirdality podcast. And thank you, Taya and Sammy, for having me come on and guest judge this episode of Fight to the Death. I'm so excited. So, the fight. Taya said at the beginning of this segment that they have a duo. And I just want to say this is not a duo. This is the duo. Today's Fight to the Death is the one and only Bill Nye, the science guy. And he is facing off against the legendary Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's right. I'm just going to get right into this because I'm really, really excited. Physical traits. Let's go. Okay, so, uh, Sammy, we started with Neil. As you pointed out, Neil is 62 and youthful and, uh, well, looking at this, Neil deGrasse Tyson is six foot two, which, by the way, holy crap, I didn't realize he was that tall. Um, so... He got a point for surprising me with that. Um, obviously, he gets a point because he shoots, uh, he's got eyes that shoot darts, and he has x-ray vision. However, he was actually voted sexiest astrophysicist on his own. So, I'm giving him two points for that one achievement, because we are in the physical traits category, and his physical traits being the sexiest astrophysicist alive, um... He gets two points for that. Moving on to the one and only Bill Nye. Um, Bill is six foot. Sorry, Bill. Neil's taller. But he is older. And he gets that senior discount, so he gets a point for each of those things. So in the physical traits category, Neil comes out at four points with Bill coming in at two. And then, fun facts, moving on to the second category. Um automatically I was serenaded and I loved it. Neil being from New York, that's why I got serenaded. A uh, little fun fact here for you. This is the segment you guys were talking about, uh, the cannibalism whenever you first opened up. And I wanted to let you know that in Idaho, there is actually a cannibalism loophole for you. I looked this up. And Title 18, Crimes and Punishment, Chapter 50, it's legal to eat a person in cases of extreme life-threatening conditions uh, as the only means of survival. So do with that what you will. Anyway, moving on. Um, I also gave him a point for attending public school. I don't know why I thought that somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson would have, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know. Public school that just, he strikes me as a, a, a private school kind of person, you know? Uh, privately educated. Two points for physics. Gotta love the physics. So he gets a point for me being serenaded. He gets a point for going to public school with the fun fact. And two points for, you know, his physics achievements. And um, then moving on to Mr. Bill Nye. So Bill, uh, Bill here is a Cornell graduate. Uh, that, I mean, it's impressive, yes, but as someone who's partner is an engineering major uh <laughs> i'm going to go ahead and say that uh he's gonna get a point awarded for the engineering um the the boeing invention though that's hella cool so he gets two points there and then i gave him a point oh i gave him a half point here's a fun fact that i was I was kind of hoping that it was going to be in there. Um, so Bill and I get a, an extra half point from me, and I hope this is okay, um, because he was an Animaniacs. <laughs> he was an Animaniacs. It was great. I gave him an extra half point for that. Plus, he wore the bow tie, even in the animation. Anyway, so that comes out. In the second category, fun facts, with Neil having three points and Bill having 3.5. Now, your final statements. Judging these final statements, Sammy, your final statement for Neil, I immediately gave you a point for bringing up multiverse theory. You automatically got a point for slipping in your fun little, you know, discussion about how you learned all of these things about the universe, which Neil taught you. I thought that was nice and cheeky. 
and you also got a point uh, because, yes, I completely agree about the ship in Continuation of the Cosmos. However, Taya attempting a dramatic reading of the Bill Nye the Science Guy theme song had me tickled for quite some time and automatically got her five points for that category. <laughs> because I couldn't make it through the 18 and a half seconds of Bill, Bill, Bill. <laughs> I can't make it through three. So your closing statements, Neil came out with three points and Bill with five. So overall, that leaves a final total. Neil deGrasse Tyson with 10 points and Bill Nye, the science guy, with 10.5. This fight to the death was so incredibly close between two masters of science that it came down to the Animaniacs in my book. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. I look forward to doing this again. Thank you. It's time for your game. It's game time. It's game time. It is time for oh, the yeah. game. And um, judges are coming oh. on right oh, now. Oh, Mayo. Yep. Thanks. All right. Thank you, judge friend. I love how enthusiastic I sound considering I don't know the outcome of that, but I'm going to be optimistic. Sammy, it is time for a game, and this week we are bringing back a game segment. It's been a hot minute since you've done this one, but today we are doing What Would You Do? The scenarios are back. They're crazier than ever. Okay. Are you ready? You no. don't die or get any bodily harm in this one. Oh, good. Probably, depending okay. on what you do. Okay. All right. <clears throat> are you ready for number one? How many are there? Three. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. can do it. Yeah. It'll be great. This one's kind of long. This. Okay. We're throwing an epic dance party on Mars. Whoa. In this scenario, we are extremely rich and can't afford to rent the entirety of Mars as well as rockets to get us there back. And after hours and hours of preparation, we're ready to get the party started. Or so we think. <gasps> when we go to turn on the disco lights, a very important part of all parties, of as course. you know. We realize we forgot to pack the batteries, and the lights won't turn on. No. Normally, this wouldn't be a huge deal, but our special guest, Andy Samberg, but he's the size of an ant, refuses to attend if the disco lights aren't working, and obviously we want miniature Andy Samberg to attend. So, what are you going to do to get the batteries and save the party? And you cannot take a rocket to Earth and back. Because we only have enough rocket to take us to Mars and back to Earth one time each. Oh. How are you going to obtain the batteries? Any other thing you could do is fair game. Quite frankly, I feel that this one is a little obvious. Do explain. All right. So obviously in space, as I clearly learned from Neil, flying unicorns are very common. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's like literally that's all the, the time. thing in space. Yes. The only thing in space is flying unicorns. Correct. That's so, what I see all the time. So obviously, obviously, what's going to happen is I'm going to jump on one of those flying unicorns, mm -hmm. fly my way down to planet Earth. Yep. Which, at this point, it's a little sad because you know pollution and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So I get the um, the lights, yeah. And I also get like the remaining stockpile of Oreos because duh. obviously you can't have too many Oreos at a Mars party. Exactly. Yeah, you always need extra. Do I do I also get Mars bars or is that like? I mean, we can just kind of get them on Mars. True. I think there's there's a grocery store on Mars, but the only thing they sell is Mars bars. So that's see. like the only thing we already had. Okay. So yeah, but so, if there's anything else you want to bring, like it's up for grabs. All right. All right. Anything else you're thinking? Well, we need a hot tub. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. I have a hot tub, lucky enough. Great. But, curveball, the unicorn can't carry you and the hot tub back to Mars. Ooh. What you gonna do about that? Okay. And now you've said the hot tub is coming, and giant-sized Iggy Azalea is very excited for it <laughs> to be there. So, 
<laughs> Wait, can I can I just ask one question? Um, <laughs> how do you decide who's tiny and who's giant? I just did. Okay. In this scenario, I am also um the queen of everything. So awesome. I I made that decision. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So well, I would send the hot tub with the unicorn, and okay. I would I would fill the hot tub with Oreos and okay smart smart so it's all one trip yeah for for the unicorn um i thank the unicorn and send it on its way and (laughs) with the remaining garbage on planet earth because you know pollution and stuff (laughs) pollution and stuff you know um i create my own rocket ship using like old french fry grease as fuel wow that probably smells really bad Oh, it's it's fantastic, actually. Okay. No, I'm I'm completely joking. It's I was awful. yeah, that can't smell good. Because the only the only true place that really let their stockpile of disgusting French fry grease pile up was like you know fast food restaurants. So yeah, it's, it's all just it's, it's wonderful. It's it, you pulled it from a McDonald's dumpster. There's yes, literally the nowhere stench else is to get it. Fantastic, obviously. Um, so I need to bring like nose plugs and. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, obviously. Um. But I build I build a rocket ship out okay. of out of um, you know the fuel. Obviously, yeah. Um, the only thing is like, it can only ma- last me so far. Yeah, that's not gonna get you all the way to Mars. I don't it's think. It's not. So I also have to bring. It just oh. came to me. Oh, you know when you know when sometimes in your head you see wallet. Yeah. <laughs> well, in my head, I just saw like ten thousand rats. <laughs> <laughs> running on like one of those wheels yeah. for rats on one wheel on one wheel it's so a really really big wheel yes and okay ten, it's powered by ten thousand rats running over and over and over and over around this wheel okay yes and that wheel is on the rocket so like it's almost like a hybrid you know it's like it's like a got, hybrid you rat wheel yes rocket. <laughs> and the rats moving powers exactly the rocket ship right what if one of the rats trips and falls therefore <laughs> knocking out all ten thousand of the rats and now you have rats scurrying everywhere in your rocket and no power to get you to mars <laughs> what do you do <laughs> well Taya, i thought you would have known <laughs> these aren't just ordinary rats <laughs> oh boy please do expand as obviously, you know, because of pollution and stuff, <laughs> all the reindeer have been extinct. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> duh. The first thing that goes when pollution happens is magic reindeer. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> for the past 10 years, no, for the past several unknown amount of years, um, these rats have been trained as Santa's elves. Santa's, Santa's of them? <laughs> Yes. Magic flying <laughs> rat deer. So they are very experienced. <laughs> and they're all wearing jing- jingle bell harnesses. <laughs> so, so you're going to be able to hear us from many miles away. <laughs> I was, that was the one thing that I was really, really, really worried about is not being able to hear you coming back to Mars. So I'm glad I have a warning bell. <laughs> the jingle jangle of 10,000 rats. <laughs> and the lovely stench of, of terrible French fry grease. Oh my is, God, no. Is uh, announcing. What if the smell landing? of the French fry grease kills the rat? No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> you see, it just like puts them in a frenzy so they go even faster. <laughs> worried about that i'm glad we cleared that all up yeah so, me too unicorn brings everything back you build a rocket ship with french fry grease and ten thousand <laughs> magic reindeer rats ranging of bell harnesses and you make it back to mars yes. disco lights on yes ant-sized andy samberg is pleased and so is giant-sized iggy azalea we're having a great time good mm-hmm. job sammy thank congratulations you. thank you you did great on that <laughs> but there's still more problems to solve Okay, uh, hold on. I think I need a second. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. 
I my favorite segment to do is the ones where we make each other solve ridiculous <laughs> problems like this because the things that come from our brains. Oh my oh, god. Man. Okay. <laughs> Wow, that was like me escaping Ikea par, like when I had to get that <laughs> table out with the tarp and the water slide. Yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. All right. Are you ready for number two? Yeah. Okay. As mentioned in a previous episode, your incredible movie, Saving Gregory and Landy McLandia, was nominated for an Oscar, and you won. Yes. Congratulations Thank again you. on that. Um. As you also might recall, you did tell the entire audience in your acceptance speech that there would be a shrimp fountain later on in the evening. And everyone was really excited about that because who wouldn't be? However, Sammy, as you conclude your speech and you head backstage after receiving your award, you are informed that there will not, in fact, be a shrimp fountain at the show. What will you do to keep everyone at the Oscars from being super mad at you? And the only stipulation is that you cannot just get a shrimp fountain. That's You can't just say, I'm going to get one. You know, this needs to be creativer than that. Creativer? Yes. Thank you. You walk off stage in the Oscars. Yes. Your personal assistant goes, yo, Sammy, I hate to break this to you. There is no shrimp fountain. And everyone is going to be really, really mad if you find out. What are you going to do to fix it, man? Okay. So, first off, I said there would be a shrimp fountain, but, like, that that could mean something different. Okay? What else could there will be a shrimp fountain mean? Shrimp is also an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you sure about that? Yes. Okay. Because well, I mean, in this world, shrimp fountains exist. We're going to go with it. Because they already exist. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Continue. continue. Well, obviously. Obviously. I was talking about a shrimp fountain, (laughs) meaning a tiny, tiny, (laughs) tiny little fountain that, like, needs to be seen with a magnifying glass. I hate to break it to you. They don't have one of those either. (laughs) So... (laughs) that answer who's in charge of fountains here it's me and as you know i drop the ball on things a lot uh you asked me to get the fountain i just didn't what are you gonna do there's an angry mob waiting for you sammy and the people want a fountain of shrimp of shrimp they want a fountain of shrimp you told them that they were gonna be able to stick a baguette with goat cheese under the fountain and get catch shrimp on it to eat and that's what they want the people are very passionate about their baguette goat cheese shrimp. Okay. So there are also other forms of fountains, <laughs> all right? So Okay. <laughs> here's how this works. I find a great undercover agent, also known as um ch- Cheddar, the the dog. The do- yes. Cheddar the okay. dog. Okay. <laughs> um Cheddar and I devise a plan to borrow a truck of shrimp. <laughs> okay. So while um, you are trying to entertain the guests, because obviously I'm doing Tom Holland's umbrella dance and from Lip Sync Battle. Correct. And and you, you in a pickle costume. Yes. Yes. Right. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> and everyone is eating that up. They love yes. it. Yes. Yes. They it's love it almost as much as the idea of a exactly. shrimp. Exactly. But not not as much. It's almost as much. So. Cheddar and I have a super secret top mission borrowing. Borrowing the shrimp. Borrowing. Yep, which is just a code word for stealing a truck of (laughs) shrimp. Yep. We lightly tap the drivers on the back of the head with a baseball bat. Lightly. (laughs) And (laughs) obviously. And they just, they have the best dreams. Okay. (laughs) Um, Love how you're wording all this. Thank you. You're doing great? With our borrowed truck of of shrimp of shrimp yeah of jumbo shrimp jumbo shrimp yes yeah because because that's the best that's the best kind for fountains obviously um me and cheddar cheddar is the 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 dog yes from brooklyn nine -Nine. well she's the pilot i'm the co-pilot so So cheddar cheddar is driving cheddar is driving the truck of shrimp yes okay Uh, obviously obviously that's obvious choice I'm just thinking, like, there's got to be some, like, therapist out there who's like, what is going on? My therapist is out there. Like, what is going on? Wow. All these um, interesting 
things that hey, are... Hey, you know what? We're having fun and we're not hurting anyone except maybe the drivers of the shrimp delivery truck. I don't see the no, problem with that. No, they're just dreaming. They're taking a nap. Yes. Not, not a big deal at all. Um, Cheddar drives the truck to the Grammys warehouse. Oscars. Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> she drives... She? I don't know. Drives the truck to the Oscars and um, like kind of um <laughs> you know like when you plow through a ribbon at the end of the race yeah shatter does that to a brick wall mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously, that's, obviously that's the only way to get the shrimp into the oscars so cheddar drives up with the whole truck um s- does like a 630 what do you <laughs> 360 <laughs> Does a quick six thirty turn right there, yeah. <laughs> and shrimp just flows out of the back of the truck, and it's a fountain oh. of shrimp just falling out of the. Okay, truck. and we're just gonna assume it's that they already had baguettes and and goat cheese at the Oscars. Well, yes. Okay, because I the will only for thing your we're sake. missing is the fountain. Yeah. Otherwise, um, cheddar cheddar has two more trucks to steal. So that's a. <laughs> That is getting dangerously close to stealing too many trucks. Correct. So, I think you did it. Yes. You got the shrimp. The people at the Oscars are very happy. And it's time for your third and final challenge, Sammy. This one is a doozy. Are you ready? Seeing as I am the best friend in the whole world... I nominated you for a Best Friend with the Coolest Socks competition. Thank you. And obviously you won. Yes. Now, congratulations. The prize is a cruise in Scotland. Um, Stick with me here, right? While on the cruise, the Loch Ness Monster attacks the cruise ship. Turns out you are the only one on the ship capable of de-escalating the situation and saving everyone on the boat, including yourself. What are you going to do? Okay. I picture the Loch Ness Monster with a really big mouth, like, biting into the cruise ship. Okay. So, Loch Ness Monsters, what a lot of people don't understand about them, is there... there I think there's only one. Are there multiple Loch Ness Monsters? I'm pretty sure it's just the lo- Loch Ness no, Monster. No, there's, there's many, because... And I'll get to this. Okay, sure. Yep. Um, they're truly gentle creatures. Mm-hmm. And they, they only, they never attack without provoking? Without being provoked? Yes. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna, gonna ace that AP English exam. <laughs> you were gonna say physics, <laughs> I was. I was. Um, well, the Loch Ness is clearly defending something yeah oh for sure and that cruise ship went somewhere it was not supposed as, to as natural human beings we just invade other people oh space, absolutely you know and, oh yeah and we're we're working on that as a collective species are we yes okay i mean this species is so yeah i'm hoping that are you referring to yourself yes. as a species <laughs> okay yes i am there's okay. only one of me wow you're you're endangered af <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, yes. So obviously something has upset her. Yeah. And obviously that thing is that we've, you know, um, invaded her space. Oh, for sure. And turns out that she's expecting. Oh. <gasps> yes. Oh my God! A fountain of shrimp. <laughs> what? She's expecting you to bring her a fountain of shrimp? No. No. <laughs> she she is trying to. Loch Ness babies. Loch Ness babies because she's alone. She's lonely. Okay. Not gonna ask. Continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, being the smart, not anywhere near a nurse or deliverer of Loch Ness monsters <laughs> that I am, <laughs> um, I tell her that she needs to like you know breathe. Are you when you say she's expecting? You mean she is going to give birth? Like right now? Okay, not right now. Right now, like like remember in Jane the Virgin when Jane was like, "I'm having this baby." The Loch Ness monster is like, "I'm." Oh no no no! I'm I'm picturing the Loch Ness monster as Petra. 
Ah, okay. Yes, yes. Got it. Um, so the way that I'm assuming that Loch Ness monsters give birth <laughs> is based on science, of course. Based on science. <laughs> is that obviously they need like a hot compress and a whole giant load of like cheese balls. Okay. Oh, for sure. And that's what gets. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's it's what's that's how Loch Ness babies yes. are born. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so I take the hot tub, the inflatable one, and I um put the water, the hot water in the hot tub. Yeah. In the hot tub. Yeah. So the hot tub no longer has water in it, but the water is in the hot tub. It's like Yes. Oh, you. So it's an inflatable hot tub, Correct. and you take the water out of the middle of the hot tub and instead pumped it into the outer shell of the hot tub. Look how smart you are. Thank you. So boom. that's pretty smart, Sammy. Thank you. Hot compress. All right. Wow. And she's. That you sounds know. delightful. I'm not gonna lie. I know. <sighs> wow. We might have to try that. <laughs> you have an inflatable one. We have an inflatable kiddie pool. We could we had an inflatable hot tub. I do remember that for yeah, a short time. Yeah, it was time. bad though. Yeah, it was not very comfortable. The new one is way better, but that's besides the point. You've made a hot compress for the Loch Ness monster that is currently giving birth. And thank goodness that this cruise boat is actually, you know, the cheesecake factory <laughs> of cruise ships. Cruise ships. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> so there's a boatload of cheese. Yeah. What is that cheese song? Cheesecake? Oh, cheesecake munching <laughs> on a cheesecake. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. Oh. Um, okay. I think I was actually thinking of rats. Rats. <laughs> We're, We're the rats. rats. Okay. We. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and um, so being the smart, young, not a nurse of Loch Ness Monster Babies. Yeah. <clears throat> I take all of the cheese from the cheesecakes. Is there cheese in cheesecakes? Yes. 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 To, to an extent. And push it on one of those wheelie carts and just poof right into her mouth. Wow. Solved the issue. And um, little, little, little Loch Ness and you got to <laughs> you got to witness the birth of some Loch Ness it, babies. It was beautiful. It was truly sure. a gift. I'm sure. Well, yes. congratulations I'm, on that as well. I, I've now been nominated as their um, emergency contact. So. Wow. Yes. That's a big deal. It is. So, like, if something happens, you got to get out to Scotland and help them? Yeah. Wow. Can I come? Yeah. Nice. Field trip. Mm-hmm. High five with it. That was really good, Sammy. You, you conquered all of those. I'm very impressed. Um, I have a question for you that was yeah, developing Sammy. in my brainium while What's up? Um, this was going on. <laughs> um... <clears throat> This was mostly happening during uh, the shrimp fountain thing, and I think yeah, I've, yeah. I think I've mentioned this to you before, but I I want to also learn everyone else's opinions. Um, how many watermelons do you think it would take to throw out of my car on the highway before <laughs> I am arrested? The worst part is you've asked me this question before. How uh, many watermelons? Like approximately. Approximately, and I want, like, how many watermelons would it take for you to throw out of your car for you to be arrested? Not just pulled over, like no, like like going like to they're jail. Like, they're like that is just one too many watermelons. <laughs> okay, like what is and what is that number? What and is are we talking like jail for life for like a couple months, couple years? Jail enough that I would have to like, like it would significantly it would, alter your life. It would. Well, it, I would have to go to like court, and well, then, yes, and then they would. The judge would have to be like, you threw. That many watermelons out of your car on a highway, okay. and I'd be like, "Yes, sir, take me away." You know? <laughs> okay. I think the question here is not only about the number of watermelons, but also the impact that the watermelons have. So we're gonna go through a couple scenarios here really quick. Number one, if it's just you throwing watermelons on an empty highway, police take notice. That type of thing. I don't. I don't think. You could go to jail for that. Hmm. I feel even if I like, like even if I had like a hundred and four watermelons and I just continuously I threw them out of my car. I think if you threw 
every watermelon in America currently out of your car across America. We're not talking like on one highway. You this would be like a road trip thing around now America tossing watermelons. So, so now this is a federal crime. Yes. Okay. Oh, this isn't a this is a federal crime, period. I see. Um I would think at least one or two per state. And it would get you'd have to go through at least ten states, I would think, before the police would arrest you for something like that. Now that's if we're talking simply tossing watermelons. If you toss a watermelon, a car s- slips on it. I don't know if that's how that works. Say a car slips on it and rolls. Mm. That you would go to jail for. In my hypothetical situation, no one gets hurt. No one gets hurt. No one gets hurt. Does anything get damaged? Nothing is damaged. No one is hurt. It's just like so. Literally, just no one is impacted. You're just throwing. Watermelons. Is it is it illegal to throw watermelons out of my car on I the highway? I well, now I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I feel like it shouldn't be. It I'm gonna look this up be? and I'm gonna get flagged by the government. Um, <laughs> isn't that like? But is it? Isn't that like one of those things where like you can't scream fire in a movie theater? It's like that is a very different of- thing. Well, I know, but it's like for the safety and good for all or something maintaining order or out of your car believe me i looked it up before um um well uh, the second answer is it is it illegal to leave watermelon on someone's doorstep i would think also not that's a gift not a crime I, it doesn't seem like that's technically against the law. Well, it will be now. <laughs> don't, don't, not that, just because, like, I bet no one's ever thought about that before. The government right now is like, oh my god, we gotta add that to the laws. That's yeah. the most pressing problem in our country right now. For sure. <laughs> my answer is at least 176. Ooh, that's a good number. At least but I'm betting more, like greater than or equal to 176. Mm. That's that's the range. I don't know how range works. So anyway, that's my final answer. Sammy, before we go, it's time for what? 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 Uh-huh. What? All right, Sammy, what was your favorite song this week? <sighs> that is not a song I've ever heard of. Who's it by? Thank you. Um, my favorite song this week was Californication by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Huh. I've probably heard that before. Californication. Okay, I don't think I've heard that before. Okay. But it sounds groovy. And what was your favorite TV show or movie? <laughs> Um, I, oh, I watched the new Cinderella movie. How was it? Ah. Yeah. That seems like the general opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there are so many Cinderella movies. There are a lot of Cinderella movies. And they were like, let's put a spin on it and make her a feminist and like all for that. But there wasn't a whole lot of change. Okay. Yeah. It seems like that's a general opinion. Like, people aren't upset about it, but they're not necessarily impressed either. Yeah. Which is, like, fair enough. I don't know. My mom keeps telling me to watch it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'll think about it. Um, <clears throat> The music was pretty good. That's a big difference they made, right? They changed some of the music. They changed the... But it was, it was a little strange, because I felt like some of their songs were originals, and then some of them were just not. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, so the Cinderella movie. Nice. My favorite song. Sorry, my phone was loading. I think my favorite song this week was West Side by Alec King. I just found it. It's pretty good. It's very groovy, you know, when you're grooving to a song. Grooving. I'm still watching Manifest. That's the only thing I'm watching right now, but it's a really good show. 
if you guys need a new show to watch. I like it. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's about it, Sammy. Before we go this week, what are we going to be thankful for? I gave this one a lot of thought. I'm so excited to hear it. And I forgot it. So. <laughs> I can be Which thankful is sad, for something. Which I gave it so much thought. But I don't even remember <clears throat> what it was. I'll I- be thankful for something for you while you think of it if you want to. Okay. This week I am thankful for um, the stars in the sky. <clears throat> Thank you, stars in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For being there. Did you did you know that they're not going to be there for that much longer? That checks out with a, how the world is going. A, you know, pollution and stuff. Pollution, pollution and stuff. And B, the universe is ever expanding, so stars will get farther and farther away. I hate when that happens. Yes, it's really sad. Well, I'm thankful for them being here now. <clears throat> did you think of your thing, Sammy? Not the exact one, but I'm gonna go with bread. Bread is really good. French Revolution was literally about bread. Yeah, we we baguette for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should all appreciate bread because if not, reign of terror. You're right. We don't need that guillotine coming back. No, we don't. Appreciate the bread. That's appreciate good, Sammy. the bread. That was really good. Thank you. I like it. And before we go part two, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us off beatworm.gmail.com. Maybe you want to say hi. Maybe you have a fight to the death pair you want to recommend. We're always looking for new ones. Feel free to send any ones you have our way. You can also follow us on social media. Um, Instagram and Twitter are both off beatworm. If you want to leave us a review, we'd really appreciate it. You can do so on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. Uh, Both of those links will be in the show notes. And... If you want to buy any stickers, the link is in the show notes for that as well. And so will all of our sources and everything. Basically, all the stuff is in our show notes, so you should check that out. That's all I have to say. Anything else, Sammy? Don't forget to fight pollution and stuff. Thank you and good night. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on On the the offbeat. Wow. I kind of improvised that one. Yeah, that was good. That felt pretty good. Nice. On a dark night, you make a wrong turn on the highway and find yourself alone on a country road. You're unnerved but the road is too narrow to turn around. As your tires crunch over the gravel, you turn the radio up to calm your nerves, and all you find is static. As you reach the end of the dial, you stumble upon a show you, nor almost anyone, has ever heard. Congratulations, you've stumbled upon the lost signal, a midnight sanctuary of terrifying audio plays to chill and fulfill. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts.